Welcome to Raising Your Spirits. Our hope is to help you make positive changes by providing guided messages from spirit. Channeling, crystals, and distance healing are how we pass those messages from spirit to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your vibrational growth with us. Your host for this version of Raising Your Spirits, Suzanne Shields. The Miracle Within It almost seems ironic to use the word miracle and trauma in the same sentence, because in fact they seem as if they're two parallel lines that will never touch, a juxtaposition, perhaps even opposites. But I'm here to share a couple thoughts, that in fact trauma can be a miracle to your energy. You see, trauma, if we can envision it, it's almost like a ball of energy thrust towards you. It sits now outside your aura. You've experienced it. That energy then penetrates through your aura. That is when the realization that that trauma has actually affected you. Now it sits in the space between your physical body and the outer layer of your aura and it swirls around. At this point, the trauma has occurred. There's that whirlwind feeling of how did this happen? How did I get here? Did I bring this on myself? Was this inflicted on me? That state of confusion caused by this ball of energy whirling within your aura and in your energy space. This period of time can last not necessarily from a specific definition of time, but rather as you begin to absorb that it has happened to you, that energy wants to move. If you view that event as being something that was insignificant to you, that energy will fling out of that aura as quickly as it came. For some traumatic experiences, that energy remains to swirl around you. If the trauma is so significant to you, what happens is then it starts to lay itself on top of your body. It rests on your skin. As if it's almost like a thin coat of lotion that is put on top. And as time passes... That trauma energy absorbs into you and it begins to penetrate your cells. Now you may say, well, just a moment, what's the difference? You highlighted that at times trauma can come within that space between your aura and your physical state and leave as quickly as it came. Or it can rest and stay a while. It is how the mind perceived the event. If the mind perceived it as being something inconsequential, then that energy is flung out of your aura, and it's nothing more than a passing thought. It doesn't mean it doesn't raise your heart rate. It may have scared you. It may change how you look at things. But it isn't to the point that it debilitates you. It affects you, but not it debilitates. 
If the traumatic event was larger than what your mind can process, that energy rests within, for the mind continues to attract that energy to begin to understand it. This is where you ask the questions, did I do something to attract this? How did this happen? And you ask yourself these forms of questions that may be repetitive over time as you seek those answers. And if you don't receive the answers that allow your mind to process it, the energy remains. The longer it remains, the closer it becomes to the physical body until, in fact, it rests on the skin. That energy then, once on the skin, is absorbed by the cells. Once absorbed by the cells, that is foreign energy that your body is not used to. Almost like radical atoms racing around in your body. Left long enough within you, it can alter your physical state. Perhaps it causes anxiety. Perhaps it causes depression. In other words, it can affect you physically. As you work through trauma, as we've suggested in the previous four sessions, what happens is that you are taking that energy that's within those cells and you're pulling them now together into one ball again to mimic exactly when it arrived towards your aura, as opposed to being dispersed across your cells in your body by addressing the trauma from a spiritual perspective, it's accumulating all of that energy again together into a ball. And as you work through it and address it and allow your soul and your mind to begin to process it, it gives that sphere of energy more and more momentum. You see, ideally, energy wants to move. We cannot extinguish energy. All we can do is direct it. When the trauma energy was inflicted upon a person, they didn't have a choice whether they wanted to accept it or not at first. The mind had to process it. That distinguishing factor of whether to repel it or absorb it, break it down and absorb it, is the contingency factor that determines the longevity and the next steps after. But because we energy wants to move, you have the ability to be able to pull it together and move it. When an individual moves on a spiritual journey, what they wish to do is invite new energy within their aura. I often think of energy as wind. And if I'm to think about wind, there are many different kinds. But I'll begin with two groups. The wind on a summer's 
day that is warm, cooling to the ever so humid air. And with it, it carries the whispers of the songs of the birds. And it ever so gently graces your face and cools the sweat. And it's ever so welcoming. That wind can be raised equivalent to chosen spiritual growth. Because that wind is comforting. You can absorb it as you wish. And the result from it is that you're allowed to take it in and it expands your cells and your awareness. And that's how individuals spiritually grow. The warm, welcoming energy comes in, penetrates through the aura, enters into the body at a cellular level, and empowers the soul. But we also have wind that's like winter storm. And with it, it carries ice pellets and frigid temperature. And when it hits us, we feel its sharpness. We attempt to try to shield our face with scarves, hats on our heads, mitts on our hands, to protect us from the harshness. That's the equivalent to trauma energy. It's forced upon us. And no matter how much we protect ourselves, it still leaves our cheeks red, our bones cold, and our spirits dampened because it's such difficulty to move through. That wind is equivalent to what it feels like energetic perspective to be affected by trauma. In both situations, it's wind. But yet, one being welcomed and another being forced upon us has different responses by our body, by our energy. The first wind of a summer's breeze, you can take in and take long periods of time to absorb it and to bathe in it and to enrich your awareness of existence. And that's spiritual blossoming and growth. The wind from a storm will also bring spiritual growth. But with it, it will carry the roughness. In both cases, that wind wants to move. Your body acts as a barrier, and the wind must reform itself against your body as it passes through. But your cells absorb it. Going back to the winter storm wind and trauma. When you're able to get yourself out of the wind and you take off your hat and mitts, you attempt to warm yourself, to bring yourself to a state where you're comfortable and is almost normal for you. That's the period of time where you begin to process the trauma. When you've warmed up and all that remains are the effects 
of your cheeks being really red, your fingers not as nimble, and your toes only starting to get feeling, is when you're now pulling all the energy within you that this traumatic wind has affected and putting it together in a ball. And when we come to a point where we're ready to move forward, where we have empowered our soul to guide us through this trauma, we no longer have the disbursement of each of our cells affected by trauma, but rather a ball of energy in front of us. And now we have the ability to give that energy momentum to leave our aura. And we do that by being able to look at that energy and say, it's time for you to move. In some cases, that may be that we come to that understanding that we wish to put past what has happened or we see what has happened in a new light. And that in itself propels that ball of energy through our aura and moves it along. That doesn't mean that you're inflicting that ball of energy towards anyone. But because your soul knows that it's setting it free, it will send it and disperse it and break it apart once it releases out of your aura so that it doesn't affect someone like it affected you. And now, what that means is that you have now, by letting that energy out, invited new energy within. The energy to warm your soul from the winds. I understand that never when you culminate that ball of energy together does it mean that you get rid of all aspects of the trauma that occurred. But what you have released are the debilitating thoughts, blame that you have for yourself, anger, disappointment, all of that gets released and let go. And now what you have is you have your energy that is wiser, stronger. And you have created a spiritual balance within yourself where your mind and your soul have become partners to release this new energy. And when we do, this is when we know we're ready to move forward in life. Thank you for listening to Raising Your Spirits. If there is a subject you would like to hear in a future podcast or would like to book a session with Suzanne, reach out to her Facebook group, Genis Shields Natural Healing Center. Suzanne's YouTube channel is Suzanne and Tony, the number 17, all one word, that's Suzanne and Tony, 17. 
and the website is lovehigherself.com. Until next time, namaste.